and welcome to Race Time Radio. Happy Father's Day to all you dads out there. Uh, we got a good one for you tonight, everybody. Let me tell you who we got coming on the show uh, before I get to that. Junior, you had oh. a good weekend. Yeah, I had a decent weekend. Um, it was uh, We had a lot of fun. Um, I spotted for uh, uh, Roy Wilkie over there at Peterborough Speedway. 33. Uh, the 33. We had a lot of trouble. Uh, motor started laying down with about 10 laps in. Yeah. Um, so we didn't get the finish that we wanted. A couple laps down. Yeah. Um, but then uh, rebounded with uh, Josh Stoddy in the Ridgeline 17. Um, we got in there. He did. We got in there. He's, he got uh, in there big time. Yeah, three uh, three top fives in a row uh, for Mister Stoddy. Really, it's uh, been a it's been a, a really good start to the season for fifth, for fifth the in the points. Fifth, fourth, fourth. Yeah, we should be fourth. Count them um, up. 13, Thirteen points out of first. I know our guest uh, to kick off the show. <laughs> he's uh, he's kind of putting a waxing on everybody, but uh, um, it has been a great start to the year for the APC series. Uh, three really phenomenal races. Yes. Um, yes. You know, not a whole lot of stuff getting tore up. Gotta watch. Don't, don't, but, don't, don't say that. But they got a stinker coming if you I say know. that. And, and to be honest with you, it's warranted. Yeah, um, it is. It is. I, I think everybody heading into Peterborough thought that there was going to be, you know, some carnage. Me too. And, uh, Me too. I, I was one of those people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. thought for sure it was going to be a little bit of a messy show. And it, I tell you what, it was not. They, uh, the amount of racing that took place there. It's not like they followed the leader either. No, there was rooting no, no. and gouging, um, you know, for the lead, for a second, for third, all the way on back. And, uh, no, they, they did a phenomenal job out on the racetrack. Well, let me tell you who we got coming on the show tonight, this Father's Day edition. Happy we got Father's Day. Jay, thank you. Thank you. Uh, J.R. Fitzpatrick is going to join us uh, victorious in his second APC race. He did it at Peterborough Speedway just last night. J.R. Fitzpatrick going to join us on Race Time tonight. We're going to go all the way out to Canada's East Coast, and I mean all the way. We're going all the way to the Rock, and we're going to bring in Mike James and get some final details on what fans and teams can expect out at Eastbound International Speedway. Of course, next weekend, it's going to be the big uh, Proline 225 uh, NASCAR Pindy's race out on the rocks. So we'll catch up with Mike James, get you some of that info that you're going to need to know. And trust me when I say there's lots going to be happening. Mike James is the man to hook us up with absolutely everything. Then we'll come back into the province of Ontario. We'll go all the way over to uh, pretty close to Chesley, I believe. And we'll grab uh, Jason Parker. He will be uh, ready to go. Uh, he drives the number eight in the quick, quick super stocks. And he snuck a victory in yesterday at Peterborough Speedway. We'll tell you about that. Uh, big action at Oswegan on Friday night. And it was Corey Turner going to victory lane in the 13 uh, sprint car. He's going to join us. It was kind of like a Turner uh, sandwich, Joe, with a Mikey Kritschka in the middle. Nice. Uh, top three on Friday night. Hell of a race. Corey's going to join the show tonight. Then we get off to Canada's West Coast. And we're going to talk RS1, of course, Race Time Radio. We'll have the Twin 100s uh, presented by Evian Motorsports and, of course, Super Seal Points on the line when we get to Saskatoon next Saturday. Uh, and we're going to have it all for you live on RacetimeRadio.com. You don't want to miss it. Uh, in light of that... 
Cameron Haley. There's a name we all remember from the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. Uh, Cameron ran, uh, I think it was like three or four seasons for Thor Sport down south. Uh, he's been kind of quiet, of course, family guy now. He's got the family all happening. Uh, he does live in Western Canada. And Cameron Haley going to get behind the wheel of an RS1 car. Before he does that, he stops by Race Time Radio tonight in hour number two. We'll talk to him about the ride he's got coming up and what he's been doing over the last couple of years. Uh, always exciting to watch Cameron Haley behind the wheel of a Camping World truck. He is an accomplished late model driver, so we will hear from Cameron on the show tonight. And then, Junior, Sun Peaks, BC, good friend of yours, good friend of mine, We've got Jason White coming up on the show. We'll talk to him. He is also going to go RS1 racing in Saskatoon next Saturday that we will have live. Absolutely. I haven't seen him yet in the NASCAR Pinty Series in 2022, but uh, uh, definitely will be cool to uh, to see him uh, get behind the wheel again of, uh, of that RS1 car and, and get after it. Um, he's no slouch when it comes time for oh, for, for, for auto clearing motor speedway or or, or uh, Sutherland Sutherland Automotive Speedway. Speedway. Yeah, he's no no slouch when it comes time for that racetrack. He has had some really good runs there. Uh, you know, I think back to uh, back in the day with Motoplex in BC, um, and there was there was a couple of runs where uh, you know he would go to Saskatoon and lay down some numbers and then go. Uh, out in Motoplex and lay down some more numbers. So uh, yeah, yeah. he's uh, he, he's going to be one to watch out there with that uh, with that RS1 deal. I believe he's a good friend. I don't think he's foe of J.R. Fitzpatrick. But what do you say we ask him? Because I believe we got J.R. on the hotline. What's going on there, Hot Shoe? How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Not bad at all. We got Jason White coming on the show. He's going to run RS1 out there in Saskatoon. Friend or foe? He'll do. He was in a car, I think, when I was out there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was. He was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He'll do good, especially at Saskatoon. I mean, uh, I think he's a lot better on the ovals than he was on the road course, and he ran pretty good until he had an issue there when we were there. So yeah, I think I think that old fellow will do just fine. I think he will too. Speaking of doing just fine, Jr. Fitzpatrick. I don't know, man. I don't know whether you are now in your prime or whether you fed Teddy something, I don't know, space age. But uh, I'll tell you what, JR, last night that 84 car could have passed the shuttle. It was so fast. You did a great job at Peterborough. Take us through it, man. I know you didn't start up front, but you did end there. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's why when they asked me at the beginning of the year what they think like your prime age is, I said 35 because I'm giving myself – another year so i'm uh i feel like i feel great this year i feel like i'm working my way into my prime and uh i've just been missing a few things over the last few years and uh i think we found them and uh what can i say we're hiding the we're riding the highway right now and, and hopefully we can just continue on and Stay out of trouble. Well, I'll tell you what. You did a great job last night watching you. You could, and I made mention of it on Twitter, you could pass high. You could pass low. Uh, don't think, yeah, I don't believe you touched anybody all the way through. That 84 car looks as pristine today as it did when you put it on the track for race number one. Yeah, and, and that was uh, something I was happy about. Car, I didn't feel that much contact, and... I look at the car after the race, and I don't even have to put a wrap on the car. So, I mean, that's, that's awesome. That makes me really happy. I think all I have to do is replace one hood pin. So, that's uh, that's awesome. I'm really excited about that. And uh, it'll just give us a chance here to keep working on the car and make it a little better. And, 
get ready for Delaware. Now, did uh, did you allow Teddy to break out a jig last night? I know it was an autumn color, so untraditional. No Teddy McAllister dancing until you get to autumn colors. But did you allow him after the big victory to break out a jig or what? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know what you call that. <laughs> We have yet to clamp down on what we call that. <laughs> well, he's got to be pretty pinned to do it. And I know he wouldn't have been pinned at the end of the race, but uh, I can imagine he would have made up for it in celebration of the victory. He did a great job as well. Yeah, uh, you know, he and Stretch, I don't know how they stay up so late, but they uh, they can both party, that's for sure. Uh Ted's getting up there in age, man. He's in his mid fifties, so he can't stay up as late. I think he stayed up till three. You know, normally it's four thirty or five with him, but he stayed up till three last night. And stretch. I don't even know what time he went to bed. If he went to bed, <laughs> it was it was certainly a good time. I I, I witnessed the the entire thing. It was it was it was a it was a good night. <laughs> I did the old. Uh, yeah. oh, I gotta go check on the do- on the girls. Click. <laughs> yeah, you're lucky. You're lucky you brought the girls with you because if not, there would have been about eight people slamming through the door to wake your butt up because that was uh, Jr. That was a, a wicked showing. Um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, we we talked right after the race, standing in Tech Lane, and and you know, I don't think I don't think a horse could have kicked the smile off your face. Uh, you were definitely very happy, um, and and you know rightly so. Um, ha- obviously, you've turned a lot of laps at Peterborough Speedway, not as many as some of the other tracks that we go to, but you've turned a lot of laps there now. Um, was that the best car that you've ever driven at Peterborough Speedway? Because it it seemed to check all the boxes. Yeah, I think I think in terms of a pro late model, it's by far the best car I've ever had there. I mean. When I had my outlaw super late model, I had a crate engine in it. That thing was still pretty awesome. But, yeah. I mean, if you look at the times, like the thirteen one, yep. that's pretty impressive with a pro late, and, and that just shows you how good the car was. I mean, we broke. We actually broke in practice. We uh, we broke an upper link bracket, and we had to take it all apart. And uh, so, just the team for working so hard and getting that thing back together. I mean, it was uh, it was a pretty awesome feat in itself. Just getting that kind of laugh, and then. In the race, it was, man, it just kept turning. Like, no matter, the thing just turned so well. And and I was a little nervous starting eight, to be honest. I was talking to Andrew before the race. You know, we were just kind of both saying, let's just kind of see where we end up kind of thing because we didn't know what to expect, right? But sure enough, there's the 84 and 81 out, out front battling again. Absolutely. And, and, you know, JR, you deserve to be commended as well on that upper link because like when you tear an upper link out of a car you can create a lot of damage in the rear end right in the suspension um i i seen everything kind of transpire in practice and and it, it takes a lot of discipline you know when it starts to fail to realize that it's going and and not only save the car but but to save it from eating itself back there right because as soon as everything starts shifting um you you got it woed up right right away instantly rolled it down rolled it down um and you didn't you didn't decide hey i'm going to drive it back to the pits you said uh, you know send it send a wrecker out here and and let's drag this thing back the right way did that save a lot of the damage from like just having to fix the center link or the, or the the upper link or or what uh what all did you have to fix there yeah, we were we were pretty lucky. So when I pulled in the pit and I and I got out, I looked under. The only thing that was saving it right then and there was the the quick change cover bolt yep. was, was resting on the fuel plate, like the plate we had in front of the fuel cell. So if I would have tried to drive it to the pit, it would have just 
they would have wrapped backwards and absolutely spent all the shocks and all that stuff. So fortunate enough, we we just had to replace the bracket. It bent some bolts. It, it hurt the a little bit, but we fixed that. Now, I had Paul Jr. I had Rick McCall over. I had my, all my crew, and and I have to thank a bunch of competitors because they all. Lend me some bolts because, of course, the only freaking bolts I didn't have were the ones I needed. That's usually how it goes. <laughs> nah. So you can bet I'll have eight of them for next time. And, uh, hey, I just, you know, at the end of the day, it just shows you that even though we're all competitors, there's always somebody willing to give you an extra hand. And uh, that's just a good example of it right there. Hey, think of a year ago, JR, when you and Teddy were replacing not upper links. You were replacing the whole damn car. <laughs> yeah, and that's, uh, that was, you know, looking back, it's like, you know, that's pretty cool. We did that. Wish it, the motor didn't get hurt. But at the same time, we don't want to do that all the time. I mean, that was a ton of work. Uh, you know, I spent a lot of stuff that night. And, and that's what worries me sometimes about going to some of these other tracks. Like, I'm going to go to Delaware this Friday night and uh, get some laughs in. But, uh, I mean, with the new rules, you got to do it. If we want to be fast in this championship, I got to get good at these tracks that I feel are my weakness. And, and right now, I just feel like Delaware is my only weakness. And when I look at my other competitors, they're all awesome at Delaware. So, got to do what you got to do and just stay out of trouble. Yeah, well, you got to watch that 52 car. Uh, uh, Jake, Jake Sheridan was running right there with you for a while last night. Uh, when you get to Delaware Speedway, I'll tell you what, you're heading into his stomping grounds just like uh, when you show up at Sobel or Flamborough. Uh, that's kind of your backyard. Uh, the, the 52 car, he's going to be good. I can guarantee you that. There's quite a few guys. Uh, the 03 comes to mind. Man, I haven't missed one race at Delaware this year that's been televised. Uh, they've all been dynamite and good to watch. Well, that's, that's exactly right. All young guys too, right? Like everybody's running Delaware this year. You know, got my buddy Lake's been running good. Uh, Kyle Steckley's got a lot of laughter now. Jake Sheridan, Ray Morneau, and then you got to remember the guys that are on the tour that aren't there that are still there. You know, you got Pritico, Gemmel, uh, Gressel's really good there. It's just it's endless. There's a lot of guys that are really strong in that track, and and that's why I, I need to go and, and get some laughs under my belt there. I mean, I was always good there in a Pinty's car, but. For whatever reason, at late mall with those bumps that used to be there, I wasn't very good. So now, when our when we got the test at the beginning of the year there for the first time, I think now the bumps are gone. I I'm gonna figure it out because we were pretty fast there. So I'm excited, man. I, I mean, just it's just a wicked feeling offloading knowing you got raw speed. Um, we've had to do minor changes far everywhere we've gone, which is fantastic. And, and like I said, I think right now it's just about try and get a couple more wins here and, and don't worry about the points just yet and uh, just keep battling it hard and, and I think you know in a few more races we'll we'll see who the guys are that we have to work with with the championship. So is it going to be a Friday night Delaware Saturday Flamborough uh, sort of weekend for you coming up? Uh, no <laughs> I wish um, I might go to Flamborough and maybe watch we'll see you know my buddy Chris House you know it'd be really cool to see how he does with with Carr after we, we we worked with him a little bit there and got the win at the Triple Crown with him. Um, I'd like to see how he does in Carr, but we'll see what happens. Um, got to get a babysitter for the girls first, of course. So we'll see what happens. But definitely right now we plan on going to Delaware Speedway on Friday night and uh, see what we can do. Well, it's going to be dynamite. I can guarantee you that, kiddo. Sponsorship on that number 84, I know it means a ton to you, and you added one there uh, for yesterday's show. Yeah, 
my mother-in-law, her friend, uh, number seven, Otto in Hoblock, uh, came on for that race, which was awesome. I didn't expect it at all, so I got to thank, thank that whole family. And then uh, I have Dave Wood from Meineke Car Care from Cambridge and Kitchener. and uh, been friends with him a long time. He does a lot for me. And then uh, Transactional Heavy Duty Truck and Trailer Parts, Cambridge, of course, uh, H2O Mobile Wash, good friend of mine from high school, uh, ATV Depot.ca from up in Sable Beach. has been supporting me for a few years now, which has been great. And, yeah, I just – and then my whole team and their families. I mean, it's been a really fun year, a much more relaxing year, and uh, we're just excited, man. It's, we're fast, and, and we're just having a ton of fun. Well, much continued success, JR. I know we look forward to getting the winner on each time here on Race Time Radio. It seems to be you each and every time. Uh, but uh, we'll keep your seat all shined up there, kiddo. Yeah, I'll talk to you anytime. I'm still still not talking to Junior, though. <laughs> You're too funny. Have a good one, JR. Thanks so much for the time, buddy. You betcha. J.R. Fitzpatrick, uh, he, he did talk, talk to you a little bit. Well, he did. I don't think he knew that it was me. No. He, he probably yeah, thought yeah. it was you asking the question first. Um, no, you, you know what? It, it's uh, after after the year that he had, um, you know, I've had this conversation with quite a few people in the pit area. The year that he had last year, it is it, it is honestly nice to see him have a year, you know, a kickoff to the year like he's had this oh, year. Oh yeah. Like yeah, yeah. last year much deserved. Like honestly, the guy the guy sounded so dejected that he I, I thought he was gonna give up racing. You know, last year. That that was that was how bad of a year he had. Yeah, I know. It was uh it was so bad. And you know, to two see cars the rebound, one weekend. Two yeah, cars two, in one weekend. Yeah, definitely. Like, I and mean, motors destroyed. And destroyed. Motors and yeah, uh, it was it, it was an atrocious year and then when he when he didn't get wrecked he just didn't have speed, and and you know because they, yeah. they were behind the eight ball. Yeah, they you know so I as as a buddy, you know <laughs> he's he's a good friend. Yeah. Um. So to see somebody have a rebound like he's had this year, um, definitely you know well deserved, and and really the fans should really take note at how good that car is yeah. because he is you know him and Mike McCall. Um and and the whole team over there. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They it's a have big, big package. Yeah, you exactly. Gotta have every element. Exactly. And but you have to be a hell of a driver in order to give feedback to make that car do oh, what that yeah. car is doing. Absolutely. And uh, they've they've got their they've got their you know ducks in a row. That being said, and and you know I I wanted to ask him this question, uh, but we just ran out of time. But how how easy is it to? become complacent with that speed because right now he's got unload speed right every right. racetrack that you've ever been to there's somebody there that rolls out with unload speed yeah but the next time you go back to that same track somebody else might find unload speed yes and all of a sudden true. your unload speed's not good enough anymore so i know that jr is not complacent he's going to be changing stuff he's going to be trying stuff uh, all the way all through. the time yep. um but uh you know it's so hard to stay on top of that curve uh, and and to to stay at the top of the mountain. So right now he is the guy at the top. Everybody's shooting for it. Very narrow, narrow yeah, and windy is. up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're gonna hit a break. When we come back, we're going all the way to the Rock. Mike James joins us from Eastbound International Speedway on the other side of the break. Stay with us. This is Ray Dunlap, and if you want to know what's going on in motorsports, make sure you tune in to Race Time Radio. 
You're listening to Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parks. Order today. Race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. And by Mr. Transmission. Hey, Mr. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. After two years of silence at Riverside International Speedway, not no more. The IWK 250 Super Weekend is on July 21st through the 23rd. Everything kicks off Thursday night. July 21st with a popular tailgate party. Then on Friday night, it's the Henry's Auto Pro Sportsman 100 and Legends. Then on Saturday, Canada's Ultimate Short Track Race, the IWK 250, July 23rd. Featuring the stars of the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour, plus a pile more from across Canada and the U.S. For camping and tickets, get to RiversideSpeedway.ca or join us live worldwide on RacetimeRadio.com. It's the IWK 250 presented by Steve Lewis. July 21st through the 23rd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby, yeah. Race time radio to go. Streaming live or on demand at racetimeradio.com. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Anaganish, Nova Scotia. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Celebrating 60 years at CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. Join the celebration as the greatest drivers and cars in the world return to Canada's legendary road course for Canada Day weekend. The Chevrolet Grand Prix at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, July 1st to 3rd, features the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship with exotic prototypes and GT sports cars for their one and only stop in Canada. This Canada Day weekend, don't miss the return of world-class racing, camping, and family fun. Go to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com for tickets and details. Taking you all the way to the track and back. It's Race Time Radio. 
Sirius XM 167. Now, here's Joe. And welcome back, P9 to Race Time Radio. So glad P9? you could tune in tonight. P9? P9? P9. Who's P9? Rick Verburn. Oh, Rick Verburn. He's tuned in. He's watching. He's, Is uh, he? Yeah. So it's, uh, but that's, he's got back to back P9s. Well, listen, if you have never seen, uh, if you haven't got TikTok, you need to get it. Uh, and you got to look at the Taco Challenge. There's a couple of girls there from Newfoundland yep. that uh, do the taco challenge. And uh, I'll tell you what, they peed their pants. They were laughing so hard. <laughs> and I almost peed mine laughing at them so hard. And it it's not a taco because that would hurt. Hilarious. It's, a, it's a tortilla. Oh, man, does she, she slams <laughs> the other tortilla. lady. And for no reason at all, she lost the first challenge. The rock, yep. papers. wham, she nailed her. Well, I howled. It was Hilarious. It is pretty funny. Well, our, our next guest can relate. I can guarantee it. His name is Mike James. He's out there on Canada's Rock. I'm, of course, I'm talking about Newfoundland, where all of my friends are. They're all out there. What's going on there, Mikey James? How you doing? Hey, Joe. What's going on, man? Busy day here at Eastbound as we get set for the Pinty's uh, Pro Line 225 next week. But we were uh, out drag racing with the IHRA program all afternoon. Uh, with our good friends Gerard and Bob and all the boys. And uh, now it's time to uh, switch gears and get ready for this inaugural uh, unbelievable race that's coming to the Rocks this weekend. Oh, I know. And you guys, I'll tell you what, some exciting, I'll tell you. This, Mike, for fans, uh, listeners that don't realize, this has actually been a work in progress since uh, Patty Squires built that racetrack. And you can attest to that because you've been there since day one, right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, he built this to bring NASCAR to Newfoundland and Labrador and uh, and also to do development, which we're seeing today. I mean, uh, big announcement last week. Uh, Sarah Thorne, the 06, uh, took the win in the event NASCAR series. Just, uh, I believe she's just 18 years old, and she made the announcement that she is going to be teamed up with DJ Kennington, and she'll be in the Pinty's race with Brandon McFarland. So, uh, young gun, and that was uh, that was the biggest part of what Pat Squires wanted to build. You know, uh, in order to have a great NHL players coming out of Newfoundland Labrador, you got to have a great program. You got to have an ice surface there, and uh, and so many different uh, ingredients. And that was the reason why he put his heart and soul into this. And he built a monster of a three A that's unique, uh, as you know, Joe and and Joe. You both been down here. It's a gnarly track, and. Uh, I think all these teams uh, that are coming here this week, they're in for a surprise. There's a couple that had a peak, such as D.J. Kennington. Uh, it's too bad uh, our good friend from earlier on the show, G.I.R. Fitzpatrick, wasn't going to be able to make it, but uh, maybe next year he'll be back in the saddle with us. But uh, they, uh, they're they in for a treat, Joe. Absolutely. I back you up 110% on that. I love Eastbound International Speedway. Uh, it's just outside of St. John's. Uh, it's pretty well Avondale. Uh, you just go right out to Trans-Canada, not too far out there to your right-hand side, and you will be uh, pleasantly surprised when you get to that beautiful facility. Uh, Bob Smith, the general manager, and uh, Mike James is the promotions director, uh, announcer, and uh, chief cook and bottle washer, really. Uh, Mikey, you do it all at the, <laughs> the speed. Right? The gen- you do it all, man, uh, and so good to hear. Um, hey, uh, one thing I got to say, and I got to say right now, uh, thoughts and prayers go out to our good friend, Phil Fowler and Gwen. I know they had a loss at the beginning of last week. 
uh, one of their uh, crew guys, one of the guys who works in their shop. Uh, just a big shout-out to them. I want them to know we're thinking about them each and uh, uh, all the way through because it was a big loss for those guys. I know uh, Phil wanted to get into this race, but uh, you got Newfoundland with two uh, homegrown uh, people that are going to be in the race. We got Brandon McFarland and Sarah Thorne. So there's two reasons, really, for Newfoundland to go crazy watching the two of their uh, locals going for it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when you got a, a couple of uh, hot shots uh, jumping into this series, we've seen uh, Josh Collins jump into the saddle and, and get to work right away in this series. So I have no doubt that uh, these two individuals, Brandon McFarland and Sarah Thorne, are going to bring something to the table. But they're they're going to have their hands full. I mean, Sarah's only going to be able to get in that car for about an hour, hour and a half on the day of the race. Brandon has got his car here currently and has been able to uh, has had the car on the track. So, uh, just getting everything set now. Uh, I mean, it's going to be uh, it's going to be an interesting day for sure. Uh, right now, looking at the field, right now it's uh, about just over twenty cars uh, entered into this series. Can I make a prediction here, Mikey? I'm going to say Newfoundland top 10. Top 10. I think both of them are going to be in the top 10. What do you think? Yeah, well, they do have the advantage. You know, uh, the big thing with, with Eastbound, it, it, it's four tracks in one. And, and Junior, you've spotted here for DJ Kennington. You're going to be spotting for Andrew Ranger. So you you, got, you kind of have a bit of an advantage for, for Andrew. But uh uh, I think what's going to play a big factor is uh, what gear you're going to run here at Eastbound. So uh, I guess that's uh, what we'll find out very quickly in the morning of uh, Saturday the 25th. And I'm sure on Friday night when we have the uh, Advanced Auto Parts uh, Fan Fest that all those guys that are going to guys and girls that are going to be racing on Saturday will be taking a peek at that late model race uh, Friday night to uh, uh, pick up some pointers of uh, how that track runs. Yeah, absolutely, and you know, just talking, you know, talking to Andrew Ranger and and talking to the team, you know, just kind of uh, leading up to the event. Um, you know, there's 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 it's a very unique racetrack, and you know, we we watched a couple of the videos together um, that are available online um, on YouTube. Um, you know, the in car videos, and the the first thing that came out of both Caden and Andrew's mouth is wow. <laughs> it's unique, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. So it's it's uh, you know it's definitely a unique racetrack. Um, they they've got some some really cool setup ideas that you know kind of transpire from a few different racetracks. Um, so it, it's going to be really interesting. I, I know that DJ has definitely got an advantage with track time, and and Sarah and 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 Brandon as well uh, on the track time side. Um, but when you look at guys like Tagliani, when you look at Andrew Ranger, when you look at uh, LP Dumoulin, like those guys make a living at going to racetracks that they've never seen before. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they so they, they adapt, adapt. Yeah. very quickly. Um, and uh, you, you know, I think back to I, I've been to a few inaugural races for the NASCAR Pinty Series, and and where where the the series had never been there before, Flambro Speedway jumps to mind. Um, you know, the the Penny Series had never never ran there before. Right. Um, DJ Kennington hadn't turned a lap there in like 25 years. Um, you know, Tagliani had never seen the place before. A bunch of the guys didn't even know it existed. 
And, uh, you know, when they unloaded in practice, uh, by the end of the practice, number one, everybody was within two-tenths of each other. So, <laughs> and laying down some really good laps. So, um, I, I think that uh, the, the, the names that will cycle to the top there are the people who can get around a racetrack um, that has character, right? Because I, I think that Eastbound's got quite a bit of character to it, just the way that you come off the corner and the way that you drive into the corner. Um, so the guys that are good at Delaware, I think, are going to be really good there. And, and I think guys that, um, you know, were maybe good at St. Eustache, um, I know that that is nowhere near the same type Not of track. Not even close. Not even but, close. But they, I'm talking Kawartha, but kid. But Kawartha. they're adaptable. Anybody that was good at Kawartha yeah. is going to do okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, you're you're given interesting. You're given more options, I think, at Eastbound than you were at Kawartha. Oh, you are. You're given you are. more options, so that's you why I say same stash because you, you've got options, right? You have to drive around the bumps. You have to find the the zones where where I you can you. make that where yep. you can where you can make time, uh, but then also make passes. Um, Kawartha, there there was one and a half lanes, right? At Kawartha, you could make the top work on a restart for a long period of time, um, but it, it was a bottom feeder track. Uh, to to a certain degree, and and you know it never really widened out a whole lot as well, the race went on. I watched I Glenn Watson. Gonna, I think this track is going to widen out quite I a bit. I watched Glenn Watson, and he was able to make the outside work. Now it was a super late model, yep. And he did pick up rubber about halfway through, yep. And he did work the outside, and I mean work it, yeah, like, absolutely. But that's a super late model versus a Pindy's car, Mike. What else you got? Uh, like I know there's going to be things to do. Probably right from, what, <laughs> Wednesday or Thursday on for race fans? Uh, they give us a layout of the land on how things are going to be structured out there in Newfoundland come this week. Well, I know talking to some of the teams, they're going to be arriving starting Tuesday, some of them. So they're taking full advantage of making this a destination uh, motorsport event uh, and taking in all the things. So I decided to put down the top ten things that Mike James is going to tell you what to do when you arrive in Newfoundland. So... Okay. Here we go. Number 10, you got to go to George Street. You got to get screeched in. You got to go to Christians. They do the top one. So write this down, team. Okay. Screeching, next number morning, one. You're going to wake up. You're going to go to Cape Spear, the most easterly point of Newfoundland and Labrador, but also North America, and you're going to watch be the first one to see the sunrise. Ooh. I don't know if number- you could do that after you get screeched <laughs> in, but continue on. Sorry to interrupt. Number eight, you got to get a feed of Chess's Fish and Chips. And then you also got to take in some winging it restaurants, so 128 flavors of wings. So that is your number eight. Then you got to head over down to Middle Cove, and you're going to watch fish have sex on the beach. <laughs> Capelin are starting to roll here, so yeah. whales are coming in, and you're going to check out how the fish have sex in Newfoundland. <laughs> <laughs> then you're going to take your wife out for some Water Street shopping, the oldest street in North America, and check out all the fine dining and the uh, the great shops here in St. John's. Then you're going to grab a uh, shuttle, and you're going to head out to Dildo, Newfoundland, Labrador, and check out the Dildo Brewing Company, made famous by Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy loves Dildo. I don't know whether he's ever been there, but he loves it. <laughs> We've got a Hollywood sign. So you got you to gotta get a picture with Captain Dildo. That's right. And if you're a fancy pants and you do like fine dining, you have to go to the Merchant or the Mallard Cottage and meet Chef Todd Perrin. Ah, that's a good idea. 
Yeah, and next one, you got to get on a boat, so you got to get your sea legs. You're going to have to go see some puffins, some whales. Icebergs are starting to come into effect down here on the uh, the North Shores. So you're going to want to make sure you get your sea legs going and get out there and have a jig on the water. <laughs> and your last two things, number uh, number two, you got to go to Signal Hill where the first wireless transmission happened so we can thank our cell phones and Everything there at Signal Hill, it's a beautiful uh, spot. That's where the British beat the French, so all of our Ontario drivers, uh, maybe you can take your Quebec uh, participants yeah. up there and we can have a bit of a battle. And finally, the number one, you got to head back to George Street and find the lady at O'Reilly's and marry her and stay in Newfoundland. <laughs> <laughs> stay right in Newfoundland. That would be the way to do it. I've done seven out of the eight. On your list. Seven out of the eight. Can't tell you which seven I've done, seven but I've done ten. seven out of eight. Uh, seven out of ten, sorry. Seven well, out of ten. you didn't marry a, a lady. For oh, no. Variety. No, 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 no. Didn't do that. <laughs> didn't do that. I didn't see the puffins. Didn't see the puffins. And for all the times I've been to Newfoundland, I never got screeched in. But, but, there is a big caveat to that. I did have Brad Mann in Newfoundland one time, and I had to rescue him, I don't know, about a hundred times. He was screeching himself in all the way. Well, it's uh, it's all about having fun here. I mean, uh, it is the oldest city in North America, so when the teams get here, I hope that they uh, take the time and enjoy. I mean, we've had bands like Leonard Skinner stay here for extra days because uh, they just uh, been here before and just never took the time. And uh, uh, when they were here, actually took an extra couple of days and uh, really took in a lot of these sites. So. Uh, I know it's a long, a long distance for a lot of these teams, and we really appreciate them uh, uh, taking the time and being a part of what we're doing here for the series. And uh, it's going to be a wild race, but it's also going to be a wild week. And uh, uh, the schedule for Saturday uh, ends. Uh, hopefully, if weather looks good, right now we're showing sunny and twenty. Uh, that race should end around six thirty-seven o'clock. So the festivities will continue on at George Street, and we're going to have uh, some bands down there and. Uh, and really uh, uh, send these teams home uh, with a with a good party. Absolutely. Nobody does it like Newfoundland. Mark my words to all those NASCAR Pindies, officials, teams, fans that are going out there. You mark my words. Nobody, nobody on the planet does it as good as Newfoundland does. Go, Junior. Yeah, Mike. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know if this is a if this is, this question is warranted or, or or not. But it it stands out in my mind. And and since the day that it was announced, it's kind of stuck out. Um, it, it, how big of a chance do you think that you have with this for this to be one of the largest sporting events? In in Newfoundland, like in in the history of Newfoundland, I think it's going to be, and, and if it's not this year, it'll grow into that. I think you know it seems like I've never seen momentum like this on the provincial side for a motorsports event, um, and and really I can't. I've racked my brain. I, I I can't think of a larger sporting event on on the island. Well, monster trucks does really good at Mike's <laughs> monster, place. I monster gotta tell you that that's good. a motorsports event. Yep. And you got to see uh, Patty Squire's concert series when he does That's, that. A, a concert series is a it's concert different. series. That's it's not a different. sporting event. And it was like fifteen, twenty thousand 20,000 strong. But yep. aside from that, Mike, uh, the, the question's yours. Sorry. De- definitely. I mean, I think it's going to be up there definitely as a motorsports. I mean, we've had some big, successful events in the past, like Targa Newfoundland that attracted teams from all the way from Australia into California on the tarmac. But it was not a like a fan interactive event. This This one here... 
I mean, she's so loaded. Started at 12 o'clock with the live concert with Justin Fancy. Uh, so much activity throughout the day. I mean, I, I do believe that this is uh, this is going to continue to grow. I believe it's going to be jammed right now. The tickets are flying out the door. Uh, we still have some available in our north and south uh, seating. I know uh, Pat is uh, pretty creative. If I get to that point where I say we are full, I'm sure he'll start building some of those stands that we have uh, kept uh, on the side. They're just waiting to pull the trigger on those. Uh, but we have plenty of room at Eastbound International Speedway. It's a 60-acre park. Pat has uh, done a fabulous job over the years uh, putting this together. So, uh, and we're we're not there. We're not all the way there. We still got a lot of work uh, right now. Currently, Eastbound has had a major facelift. Uh, you know, uh, for many years, Joe, when yourself and DJ were here, we did not have that concrete wall on the outside. So. He's, that's going to be a new thing when you arrive, uh, seeing that concrete. I know a lot of our participants uh, got a quick taste of the front wall um, just a week ago, and uh, no, uh, no big carnage. And uh, but they, I know it tightened it up for them coming out of Term Four because uh, you know, Joe, uh, they they do like to to take it right to the edge there on that front stretch. So, uh, but it's exciting times. Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you, it is. Joe is definitely going to be one of the top ones. We've always knocked it out of the park. The Briar, uh, the Pinty's Briar, or the, the Tim Hortons Briar that came here to Newfoundland was the number one ever in the history of the Briar. They sold the most beer. They broke the records. Uh, the Junos have been here several times, and uh, every time they come here, it's, uh, it's a record breaker. So uh, we're here to party, and we're also here to see a great race. And I know that the drivers in this Pinty series are going to throw down on Saturday. So every one of those drivers is going to want to take the inaugural trophy, and uh, that's something that's almost concluded. They won't even let me see the trophy, but uh, it's going to be exciting to see who's in that winner's circle. Well, there's one of three people I want to see throw the green flag, either Patty Squires himself. Uh, he deserves to throw that green flag. So does the Premier of uh, Newfoundland. That would be kind of cool to see the Premier out there throwing the checker or the green flag, uh, being as, you know, they invested uh, everything into uh, helping this become a reality and Patty's uh, dream to become true. So he'd be kind of cool. The other third one I would like to see throw the green flag would be Rick Mercer himself, a child of <laughs> Newfoundland. It would be so cool to see Ricky out there throwing the green flag. I met Rick at Varney Speedway. Uh, back, I don't know, probably 10 years ago when he was doing one of his uh, Rick Mercer shows in a train. And I got a chance to talk to uh, Rick. Sue and I sat down with Rick for probably 20 minutes. And what a great individual that man is. It would be kind of cool to see one of the sons of Newfoundland throw the green flag. One of those three, Mike. Well, could be. Uh, I know there's been some talks. Uh, we've, we've got uh, a lot of VIPs calling my phone these days, a lot of NHL uh, Newfoundlanders, uh, stars that are home for the summer. Uh, Mercer's there from New Jersey as well, and uh, uh, I believe one of our stars is still in the Stanley Cup with Colorado. So, uh, But uh, I know Michael Ryder wanted to drive the, uh, the pace car, but... Uh, I don't think that's going to work out with NASCAR rules. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, plenty of VIPs for sure. And uh, as we get closer now, you'll you'll see more and more of that happening. But uh, the activities are going to be endless. They uh, once we get into Friday night with that official pit party at 3 p.m. on Friday, uh, the stars of the Pinty Series will be out there to meet the fans for about an hour and a half. 
and uh, from 4 to 5.30, gates at 3. And then uh, we're going to light up the night with the Advanced NASCAR uh, Series, the Advanced Auto Parts NASCAR Weekly Series. Uh, we'll have the le- our, not the Legends, the Bandos, the Hobby Stocks, and the Late Models that night. And then on Saturday, we open at 12. Uh, we're going to have a live concert with country uh, music uh, recording artist Justin Fancy, who's just come out with some big hits. Uh, brand new album just came out. Yeah. And then we'll have our Hamlin Realty U.S. Legends open up uh, the racing series for Saturday. And then I think 3.30 will be going qualifying time. So, Joe, you'll be uh, in full motion there with Andrew Ranger. And I think 4.30 will be the opener. It's going to be fun, man. Yeah, it's going to be Tons off the hook. Stuff. I mean, Mike, what's, everybody's What's everybody's the name of the Newfoundlander that you and I sat with at the uh, hotel? We went live with him. He wears the fishing boots, and I can't remember his name. <laughs> Cecil. Cecil, that's it. Is Cecil uh, coming out? Lynch, Mike Lynch is uh, touring all over the place, but I'm sure I'll get a call from Cecil, <laughs> and uh, we'll be uh, happy to have him out there. But uh, they have gone viral across Canada and doing a lot of national touring currently yeah. and uh, have done a great job. But also uh, in the house, we have a, a major charity, Nevaeh's Lemonade Stand, uh, who was a huge fan of motorsports, her mom and family, and uh, uh, we... Uh, uh, we'll be doing her lemonade stand in her memory. Uh, so they'll be giving away a trip to WestJet and also selling the lemonade that started it all, the Nevaeh's Lemonade Stand. They got bouncy castles, candy apples, and so much more. And uh, so plenty of activity there for the kids, the families, and, and everything else. Absolutely no one on this uh, Canadian soil, Mike James, has done a better job promoting uh, the NASCAR Penny Series and a race coming up than you, my friend. You have done a tremendous job. Uh, much continued success and good luck with the event. Uh, just couldn't happen to a better guy. Yeah, I'm fortunate enough that I actually know you personally. Uh, and, Mike, you've hit it out of the park on this one. And uh, you guys deserve a super, super race. And uh, one thing I learned from Cecil and you'll you'll remember this. What fans got to remember to say when they're out in Newfoundland and they don't know what to say, just look at whoever it is and just say best kind. <laughs> best kind. That's yeah. it. That's all you got to say, I right? Just best, best kind. kind. Yeah, well, I really want to thank Bob and Pat and Sarah and the whole family and all of our staff. I mean, everybody's been really wrenching on this, you know, being two years off with COVID and not knowing the the what the path was for this year, I mean, this this Pinty series really uh, jumped out of nowhere in March because we, we really thought it was gone. So I know a lot of the race teams were frustrated because, you know, it just come out of nowhere kind of thing. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of talk about it even in the fall. But when COVID happened, it was just like, can this actually happen? And, uh, man, oh, man, like March wasn't that long ago. And we put all this together. And uh, it's been a... Uh, uh, it's been a it's it's been a marathon, but uh, we are so excited for this weekend coming and uh, to get it all out there. I know Saturday night uh, the cold beverages are going to go down very smooth once we get through uh, this inaugural race, and we set our sights for 2023 and uh, really get a lot more time to work with the teams and, and do more with this uh, as we carry through the future. Well, I can't I can't believe it's going to get bigger, Mike, because you guys do it upright, uh, and no one, no one. In Canada, and mark my words on this one, and it's true, no one has supported NASCAR more than Eastbound Park uh, since its conception. Uh, Just incredible. Mike, good luck with the event. 
Junior, I envy you. You're going to have a good time out there, but I'm going to have a good time doing the RS1 race out in Saskatoon. Uh, so it looks like uh, Canada's going to win because you're going to get both ends of it. Mike, good luck in the race. I know I look forward to talking to you after and getting the, uh, the feedback on how everything went. Well, it's going to be great to see if the winner's on your show after the next day. But uh, just a, a note to Junior, because he's been here before, uh, make sure you do not stay at the track and have beverages and then have a flight the next morning. So I hope you took some notes of my top ten and uh, and you take in a few extra sites instead of just hanging out at the track there, bud. I tell you what, if if we, it, like, with with everything that's that's happening and everything that I've seen happen out there, when we get there with the airplane on Friday, I'm going straight to my hotel room. I'm locking the door. Uh-huh. I'm not going out. And then Saturday, you know, if we win, bar we, the doors. We yeah, <laughs> we may as well not have a door on that hotel room anymore because we're gonna we're gonna have a blowout. There you go. Well, I'll make sure the RNC, the Royal Newfoundland Constabulary, yeah. uh, know which room you're staying. <laughs> yeah. Give Give so Scotty tabs do, on you, crazy people. Do me a favor. Give Scotty uh, Joe's address, will you? <laughs> yeah. Big shout out to Scott Tilly. He's going to be keeping us safe that week, and uh, he's done some some work on the on the uh, on the backdrop with us and. Uh, uh, his team uh, are going to be pretty excited to uh, get things going next weekend and uh, keeping everybody safe. Final question for you, Mike. When you're on Signal Hill, the big black dog that's always out there, what is the name of that dog? I have no idea, but we'll call him Salty. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. you got to stop and pet that dog when you get to Signal Hill. If you don't believe me, go do it. It's just outside of town. Um, I, I've been up there a number of times. I just absolutely love that spot. Well, being a radio guy, had to go see Signal Hill. But, Mike, good luck with the event. we got to hit this break and uh, throw it back to Toronto. You have a good one, buddy. You too, guys. Thanks a lot, Joe. I'll see you in a week. And, uh, Senior, we'll be back in touch soon. Absolutely. Mike James, Eastbound International Speedway. We're going to hit this break when we come back. Jason Parker going to join us. We'll flip the conversation back to Peterborough. Quick, quick super stocks. The eight victorious. We'll catch up with them next. Hi, I'm Derek Dearsman, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. Coast to coast, coast to coast, you're listening to Canada Talks. To Canada Talks. No one else, only you, Mr. Never Say Die. Your eight-year-old car running like new? That's all you. And your friend, Mr. Transmission. Transmissions, that's their specialty. Over 350 different types, making Mr. Transmission Canada's undisputed transmission and technology expert. Book your free multi-check inspection at your local Mr. Transmission to keep it running smoothly. How long will your car last? As long as you want it to. Thanks to your friend. Hey, Mr. Join us Saturday, June 25th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Avion Motorsports presents the RS1 Cup Series. Twin 100s plus qualifying all live on racetimeradio.com. Tighten them up because this is going to get wild. It's the first time these professional short track drivers take on Sutherland Automotive Speedway in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. And 2022 Super Seal Championship points are on the line. Saturday, June 25th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Join us at the Speedway. You know you gotta do. Or live worldwide right here on racetimeradio.com. 
Join the celebration as the greatest drivers and cars in the world return to Canada's legendary road course for Canada Day weekend. The Chevrolet Grand Prix at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, July 1st to 3rd, features the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship with exotic prototypes and GT sports cars for their one and only stop in Canada. This Canada Day weekend, don't miss the return of world-class racing, camping, and family fun. Go to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com for tickets and details. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Epic Racewear. Look, feel, be epic at epicracewear.ca. Now, a flashback in Canadian music history. Here's Eric Elper. Rush holds a special place in our hearts and in the record books. They've sold more than 40 million copies around the world. They have a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and Officers of the Order of Canada. And they've released 24 gold records and 14 platinum albums, placing them fifth for the most consecutive gold or platinum studio albums by any rock band. From the high banks of Daytona to the snow banks in Canada, we cover it all. Ooh, that's going to leave a mark. And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake and bake, Al! Woo! Shake and bake! And here on Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio, all live on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks on Racetimeradio.com, and of course, live on our Facebook page. And we are back with you live uh, right here. Let's bring up. Uh, driver of the super stock, the quick quick super stock, uh, race number two winner. He drives the number eight. His name, Jason Parker, familiar name. What's going on, Jay? How you doing? Yeah, I'm good, Joe. Thanks. Good man. Man, you pulled that one out of the fire. Uh, you were, you had to be there to do it. Uh, and you got that restart right at the, the final lap of the race where you shocked that the caution came out. Uh, cause I know you guys were pretty well through turns three and four, or did you expect the caution to come out and get a shot at the win? Uh, I wasn't sure when the, when the caution came out, the guys just came on the radio and said they're, they're wrecking behind you. And, and we were pretty much coming off of four. So at first I thought it was going to be over, but I didn't see any flag at all when I went past. So. I wasn't too sure. So uh, at that point, I was kind of hoping it was over because uh, a restart on the outside at Peterborough is pretty tough. Oh, yeah, I'd say. But, Jay, that eight car, man, you had that thing going. Uh, and it was going really good. Uh, the 89C of Sean Chenoweth, he thoroughly believed he won that race in victory lane. Uh, but you got to have the checkered flag in your hand to claim the victory. And that guy that had the checkered flag, Jay, was you at the end of the race. Uh, what was it like, uh, daunting on the outside? Uh, or do you think something happened with Sean's car or what? Uh, yeah, I, I think he was saying he was having some uh, carburetor issue or something on the restart. So I'm sure that worked into my favor. Um, 
but you know we were just hoping uh, we had we had uh, chats through our spotters with uh, the Zardo crew there, and I I just kind of expressed to them that I would stay in my lane if they stayed in theirs, and we would just try to finish it out for the last two uh, laps there. So really, when I got the the jump on the outside, it was kind of a surprise to be honest with you, and it was just nice to hear clear and uh, pulled down and and came around for the checkered flag. It was a wild, Pretty it was a wild exciting. finish. It yeah, was yeah. definitely a wild finish. The crowd, uh, you, you know, standing up in the spotter stand, the, the crowd went ballistic. It was wild. Um, it yeah. was uh, it was pretty cool. You, you know, to see finishes like that, um, you know, Peterborough, I, you know, it seems, like, it seems like that track creates, uh, you know, memorable finishes, you know, whether it be, um, you know, whether it be, you know, a, a, green white checkered shootouts or or it seems like anytime anybody gets a run um they they always somebody chases them down towards the end um you know the the list goes on and on from memorable finishes whether it be autumn colors or super late models or super stocks um jason uh, uh when it comes time for for you know winning in in the quick wick super stock series um talk a little bit about the the competition level because when you go down the list in practice, man, there's only a couple tents, you know, separating everybody. Um, and, and, you know, when, when we look at the winner's list, uh, it's flipping back and forth all the time. But talk about the, the, the level of competition in that series right now because it seems like it's second to none. Yeah, the series has just grown uh, incredibly over the last few years that it's been going now. Um, I mean, that, that started out, I believe, three years ago kind of just as uh, – as a something to fill in the time during the COVID uh, restrictions there. And since then, you know, it's really, I think, sparked a lot of interest in in a lot of top-running teams uh, to join that series. And, and it shows, like you said, when you look at the, the times and, and who's running these races, like it's a pretty tough field. I'll, I'll tell you that. You get out against those guys and, and you're digging hard and, and all of a sudden you come up tenth and you think, man, I don't know, how, like, how we're going to get the first, but uh, like you said, the gap is small, but you just got to find a way. Well, you did get to first, my friend. You won the second race of the uh, Quick Wick Super Stocks. It's got to feel great. Who you got for sponsors on that number eight, buddy? Yeah, buddy, it's awesome. Uh, this is a kind of a new program we put together this year, so I really got to thank Mark Dilly, who kind of spearheaded this whole thing with this new car from uh, uh, Whitey at uh, WMI. So those guys kind of put this together, and, and as it showed, uh, things are, are working really good for us right now. But, yeah, I've got a, I got a list of sponsors, and I, I swear some of these guys have been with me for 20 years now. So they really are key to this whole team that we have. Um, i got to thank RGC Sports, Mowbray's Canadian Tire here in Port Elgin, K&K Lawn Care, Virtue Farms, Sugging Shores Transmission, McDonnell Fuels, Ron Gibbons Construction, uh, just Foment, uh, Leading Edge, uh, Earthworks, and Keep Right. Yeah, good job, Jay. we got to hit this break. you got to throw it back to Toronto. Uh, can you stay there? I want to talk to you on the other side of this. Got 90 seconds? Yeah. Good deal. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167. Race Time Radio is brought to you by... The Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Racetime Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Got a little chase Elliott. He gets turned into the outside wall. Holy cow! 
the thrill of the race. You just never know how it's going to play out. Insider access to the drivers. We'll roll with it. We're enjoying it. We'll, we'll collect as many trophies as we can. Uh, let's go finish this thing, baby. It's a new normal. Better figure it out. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Thank you. You are the man. <laughs> We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio. With the two Joes. Here on Race Time Radio. On Sirius XM 167. Where Canada talks. And just like that, we are back with you live tonight on Sirius XM. I hit the break a little bit late, but that's okay. Uh, Toronto, uh, I don't miss it very often, but I just missed it by a tick. Well, it's because uh, Jason Parker's, Parker's got like 140 sponsors. Well, that, that's what it is, Jay. That's good. That's, that's a good problem to have, to have, right? That's <laughs> the way to have it. <laughs> Jay, you uh, did this race upright at Peterborough Speedway just last night. We are with Jason Parker, uh, winner of the... Uh, Quick, quick, super stock uh, event number two on the series. Jay, what's that do for your points now? Are you even points watching? Well, I, I think I think I was maybe around 11th or 12th in the points after the first event. There, Flamborough did not go quite according to plan for us. So, I mean, I think this will move us up a bit, but I really don't know uh, where. Let's hope in the top five. Um, I at this point, I don't know if we were committed to the points. Uh, the points running in the series, just because we, we weren't going to run a home track this year. Uh, we were just going to run the series races, which doesn't uh, work with the point scheme. But um, I don't know. Things can always change, I guess. <laughs> I, I know that uh, uh, we've got a lot of viewers here on, on Facebook Live uh, that, that are super stock competitors. And, and you know, there, there's quite a few that are popping up as, as watching. Um, and, and I want to come out and, and, you know, really, uh, commend the APC series and commend those guys for standing on that rule book at the end of that race. Because I, I, I know Jason, you, you were the winner on the rule book, uh, you know, and you, you went out there, drove the wheels off it and got the checkered flag. When it comes time for the rules, um, that, that, when they started saying yellow, you guys were in the center of three and four, and he didn't have the flag in his hand. Um, I know Chenoweth was heated about it. I know, I know his team was heated about it. Um, well, but, when you cross but, the start finish line and there, there is was no, no yellow, but there was no checkered flag either. No, there so, wasn't. And he there was wasn't. looking for the yellow flag. But yeah. but the rule book states that they a, the race is going to finish under green. There you where go. they where they were, you know, on the racetrack when the yellow came out, they were still way far away from the line. Um, so anybody that says that Jason Parker didn't win that race is wrong. It, as far as I'm concerned, you, you got up there, oh, you yeah, went and won that race the rules. and There's they did no it by doubt. the rules. And, no and, doubt. and I got to commend the APC series because it would have been easy for them to just say, okay, the race is done, you know, at that point. Right. And, and, um, you know, they, they went back and they even announced it in the broadcast that the officials themselves went back to the rule book to read it <laughs> during that yellow 
to um, make their call. To, to make their call correct, and and I've got to I've got to uh, commend them on it. I'll obviously commend you on it because it was a great finish, uh, tough pill to swallow for Chenoweth because he didn't win. Uh, but uh, you know, I think that uh, you know everybody should applaud them for standing on that rule book and and uh, and you know living by the black and white. I will, I will, as long as they continue to live by that rule book. Don't 100%. don't use it when you yep. want it. Yep, it's got to be used every time. Yep. But uh, definitely. A bona fide win for the number eight of Jason Parker. Uh, Jay, your next race, where is it going to be, buddy? It's uh, Delaware in two weeks um, for the next uh, uh, Quick Wick Series race. Um, that's the next one on the list right now. And then I think after that, uh, we're going to Sobble for the Dash of Cash there in late July. So uh, a couple of big ones coming up here. How is Delaware for you? Have you had success at Delaware Speedway? It eludes me right now on whether you have had success there. Yeah, the last race last year, I think we finished fourth in that last event. Um, yeah, I, I like Delaware. Um, we're getting better there as we spend more time there, obviously. Um, I think we're going to have a good setup for there. I mean, Whitey's got uh, a lot of knowledge at Delaware Speedway. That's kind of his home base. So uh, having, having that knowledge there with the team, with the car builder, will help us for sure. And it doesn't hurt that the driver loves raw speed. <laughs> so that's a kind of a place yeah. tailor-made for you, Jay. Yeah, for sure. And uh, we, we have did a, a little tap there with this new asphalt, and they certainly have made that track smooth. It had uh, a couple launch pads there uh, before, um, and with this new asphalt, it's, it's uh, definitely a lot smoother track. It's kind of shown that the outside has got a bit of a groove now, which will definitely help it down there. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Jay, it's been great catching up with you. Congratulations on the win at Peterborough Speedway. And uh, look forward to getting you back on the show at some point through the summer. Keep winning. You're coming back on. Sound good? Yeah, that sounds good. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good night. You betcha. Jason Parker, driver of the number eight in the Super Stock, uh, the Quick Quick Super Stock series that runs with APC. Did a dynamite job. I, honest to God, Junior, again, I'm watching the broadcast and yep. I'm spinning. Because yeah. I'm seeing uh, yeah. the 89C come across the line, yeah. and there ain't no yellow flag. And I'm going, what the hell's going on? Yeah. But uh, after you explained it to me on text, I went, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. I get it. The, it was still, difficult. It still it, doesn't uh, – yeah. like, it was tough because Sean come across the line in the race. There's no yellow flag. Yeah. So to me, he's won that race. Yeah, but 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 there was no checkered flag either. So to me, it's you know he uh, the starter. You could see like in the broadcast, you could see him. Sean was kind of confused he, on what well, flag. Well, to no, grab. like he, he he had the checkered flag in hand. Oh, and, I didn't know that. And uh, he was trying to get the yellow flag out because they're coming to the checkers. He I didn't mean, fly the checker at all, did he? he never flew it. Not, so like, because the yellow did he let it roll out. No, no, no. Okay, it never, okay. never. And and. And when the race director, the yellow flag, yeah, it comes out when they say put it out. So no matter oh, what, that is that is where the the yellow flag is initiated. And uh, the eighty nine C was uh, kind of entering turn three yeah. when he was saying put it out, put it out, put it out. Oh, I got you. And and so the starter. Now you only got like no, six seconds not between even. there not and even. the line. Boom, boom. So uh, he was 
you know, scrambling. Yeah, sure. And uh, anybody sure. on Facebook to see me scramble a little bit. Um, <laughs> sorry, Sean Gibbs. Yeah, but he was yeah. scrambling to get the yellow. Yeah, yeah. And, and he got the yellow. The 89 passed under the 8, um, I believe the 36. And then the yellow started flying. So, you know, a, a, um, it put them in a difficult spot for sure. Um, but they went back to the rule book. And they relined up, that. re-racked up. Um, you know, I obviously feel bad for Sean Chenoweth. Yeah. He he drove the race. He drove the well, race he of his drove life. A hell of a race. And, hell of a uh, race. And um, built a whale of a car. Yep, they got to be proud uh, of what they, they got. They have to be proud. And and really, you look at that SCR bunch. Andy had a great deal of success last night at Solvent. Sure, Speedway. he did. Yeah, yeah. That's that's an SCR bunch. Um, I know Corey McAllister uh, works very closely. They had a rebound race at Peterborough. Uh, he had a decent a decent run. Um, and then you look at the 89C himself, and, and uh, he he had a dominating performance and just didn't bring it home. Uh, Sue, I want you to give Corey a shout there. Uh, our next guest, Corey Turner, is going to come up on the broadcast. Uh, he had a great night at uh, Asweekin, and we're going to get to Corey right here next before we hit the break. Um, he drives the number 13 sprint car at Asweekin, and I'll tell you what, Junior, 24 cars on that racetrack on yes. Friday night. Uh, it just doesn't get any better. I'll tell you, the dirt track, the big O, what a place to watch a race. And, and what a, G-Force does a great job with it. Like, What man. an amazing facility now. With the, oh, with the two years off with with COVID, you know, looking at all the improvements that they did. I know uh, Clinton uh, Clinton Jeffrey, he does he, he spotlights on his Facebook all the improvements uh, throughout the COVID. Yeah. And, and it was one at a time, right? So I was seeing, you know, the different things and... But hearing the feedback from everybody that's been there so far this year, they're like, man, Ashwikin is a different place. Yeah. Like it's, you know, the way that the wall is now, the way that all the, the concrete walkways and sidewalks and the new shop, the new, new barn, building, man, it looks like a great facility. And when, when it's on camera at nighttime, you know, yeah. with the aerial shots and stuff like that, my Lord, they've done a lot of stuff at Ashwikin. Well, and, and hats off to Glenn and everybody for, for doing that. But well, it was definitely a great race. I watched it as well. And it was... Uh, uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. Well, Corey Turner goes to Victory Lane. It was kind of a, a, a Turner sandwich, if you will, with a Kritschka stuck in the middle there for the podium. But it was Corey on top, and he joins us now on the hotline. Corey, congratulations on the big win, my friend. Thank you, guys. Yeah, it was uh, their first win at Oshweekin this year. And, uh, you know, we uh, we had a lot of success there back in 2019 at the Canadian Spark Car Nationals, we won the night before the Nationals and went quick time the next night and then uh, sixth in the A-Main on the Nationals. And, you know, we were pretty disappointed when it shut down for COVID in 2020 and 2021. So it was, it was good to get back there and get a win uh, this early in the season. How did you stay sharp in the, uh, in, in the interim there when things were shut down? You couldn't go to the U.S. What, what did you do to stay sharp, Corey? Uh, we... We uh, we did we did quite a bit of testing actually uh, more than probably most teams you know uh, 2020 we probably tested four or five times 2021 we tested a couple times I'm not I'm not big into the i racing I don't even have an account actually but uh, yeah we did some testing um, 2020 we ran six or seven times last year we got um, probably 10 to 12 races in with the Knights of Thunder a new startup series for 360 sprint cars in Southern Ontario. So, uh, yeah, we haven't raced a whole lot, but, um, yeah, we, we tried our best to stay sharp during the, during the break. 
Well, you did a good job because you look sharp as a tack out there on Friday night. And with the cast of characters you're racing against, man, it's anybody's race out there. you got to be spot on to go to victory lane at the Big O in a sprint car. Yeah, we've got we have, we got a full field Friday, twenty twenty four entries. Um, you know, and we had some guys from from New York and Matt Farnham, and you know, a lot of uh, a lot of good competition. Uh, my main rival this year being my brother, he's uh, he's really been on his game. He's uh, he's won a couple times with the Southern Ontario Sprints and ran second at Oshweekin uh, two weeks ago. So he's been good, and um, yeah, we've. Uh, you know, it's a huge testament to my team. My owners, uh, Jay and Celeste Hill, they've been excellent. Absolutely anything we need to go fast. So um, we've got a huge cast of guys in our shop that, uh, you know, dedicate a lot of time. And it's uh, the hard work's really starting to pay off. So what do you got underneath you for a car? Uh, like, whose car do you it's got underneath car. you? It's a sprint car. I know that. But what <laughs> chassis are you smart guy? <laughs> uh, both my brother and I have a Maxim chassis from Illinois. Nice, nice. Now, uh, your dad, your dad was also in the race, wasn't he? And he bailed out early. What happened to his car? He wasn't having such a good night, so he decided to uh, to shut it down early. But, uh, you know, he's... He's the he's the he's our crew chief. My brother and I's crew chief over at Burger Barn Racing. The brains behind the operation. He's uh, he's done some of his homework on the engine side over the winter, and uh, it's yeah, it, our our stuff's really running good right now. Corey, I know. Uh, leading into this conversation, we talked about it. And we were talking about the facility, uh, Dad and I here. But uh, um, talk about uh, you know you've you've spent a lot of time at Oshweekin, uh over the past few years, and and uh, uh, you know obviously with the COVID, you know shutting everything down, and and then getting back to that facility. Talk about all the improvements and what it's like to be a competitor at a place where you know that they're making an investment uh, to to uh, to make your Friday nights even more fun. Uh, the investment that Glenn and his staff have made is just absolutely astronomical they they i don't even where to start they paved pit road um they cemented all the pads for all the competitors to park on so if you want to check your ride heights or you know if you have any kind of issues you're not rolling around in the dirt you're on cement um there his vip tower suite up in turn three absolutely awesome as long as i've been racing there i've always been excellent um you know, he's got the new front stretch, new back stretch wall, because um, that used to cause some issues in the past. Cement cinder blocks, and now there's none of that. So um, he's really stepped up his game. He's got some big races coming this year with three Canadian Sprint Car Nationals, the NASCAR Pinty Series, um, as well as the uh, the Dirt Modifieds a few times. So, uh, yeah, he's really, uh, really stepped his game up and, you know, we are very, very blessed to have that racetrack as close to our shop as it is. Well, you, and you know what? Glenn is blessed, uh, him and his staff, to have competitors like you guys that show up all the time and put a hundred, 110% in each and every time you show up at that speedway. Kind of cool when everything pulls together. Love seeing it, Corey. Any chance we're going to see you in a Pinty's car? Uh, you'd be a, you'd be a shoe-in, man. Yeah, I, um, I I will not be in a Pinty's car unless something comes up absolutely last second. Uh, our trying to win a, a points championship at Ashwikin as well as a championship with the Knights of Thunder, so that'll be that'll be our main focus. I've got some you know some fendered experience. I raced street stock there for a few years, so uh, 
yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't think you'll see me in a Pinty's car there in August. Oh, man. I can only wish, and maybe one day, I guess, uh, that that would come true. Uh, you'd be a, you'd be an awesome guy to see behind the wheel. I know there's going to be a lot of surprises that show up at that Pinty's race that have got a ton of dirt experience. Uh, Corey, you would be one that would be kind of cool to see. Who you got for sponsors on that 13 car, man? Uh, we've got... Uh Burger Barn, so if you're ever going to the racetrack, make sure you stop in there, uh, grab some food. The portions are very large, excellent spot to eat. It's been uh, it's been featured on You Gotta Eat here. Uh, Petro Plus gas station right beside the Burger Barn. Uh, Pesky Penguin as well. As well. Awesome job, buddy. Uh, can't thank you enough for the time tonight. Sorry we were a little bit late getting to you. Uh, we got a packed-up show, I can tell you that. But we appreciate the time, Corey. Go out there, get her done, and uh, we look forward to catching up with you again some night here on Race Time. Thank you, Joe. Glad to be a part of it. You betcha. That is Corey Turner, driver of the 13. Awesome. Awesome to watch. He did a good job in that race, Junior. He did. He did, for and sure. And Mikey Kritschka is, like, right there. The right? competition level Woo. in that series, in, or not in that series, in that division did at, you, at, at, you know, at Ush Weekend is amazing. Did you hear what Glenn did? No. He missed the scales. Did he? He missed the scales after, I, I believe, the heat. Yep. He missed the scales. You oh, know what no. that is? Do you know what that iterates into? Straight to the back. See you. Yep. You go to the back. So Clinton Jeffrey, it was so funny on the broadcast because, of course, he is the race director there, yep. too, I believe. And uh, Clinton says, I don't know whether I'm going to have a job come Monday. <laughs> but uh, Glenn went to the back. I don't want to hear nobody say anything about favoritism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cause, uh, and they do make the call. Yep. Um, we're going to hit this break when we come back. Can't wait to get Cameron Haley on the hotline. We're going to talk RS1 that's going to take place out at uh, Sutherland Automotive Speedway out in Saskatoon on Saturday. We're going to have the races live for you on racetimeradio.com. And Cameron Haley going to be in one of those cars. Uh, first time he's been back into a car, I believe, since he left the truck down south. We'll catch up with him next live on Race Time Radio. Who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who let the dogs out? It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Revs TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by... AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Join us Saturday, June 25th 
at 7 p.m. Eastern. Heavy on Motorsports presents the RS1 Cup Series. Twin 100s plus qualifying all live on Racetimeradio.com. Tighten them up because this is going to get wild. It's the first time these professional short track drivers take on Sutherland Automotive Speedway in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. And 2022 Super Seal Championship points are on the line. Saturday, June 25th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Join us at the Speedway. You know you gotta do. Or live worldwide right here on RacetimeRadio.com. If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody around? Celebrity guest DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home away from home. Great to be here. E Street Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 20. After two years of silence at Riverside International Speedway, not no more. The IWK 250 Super Weekend is on July 21st through the 23rd. Everything kicks off Thursday night, July 21st, with a popular tailgate party. Then on Friday night, it's the Henry's Auto Pro Sportsman 100 and Legends. Then on Saturday, Canada's Ultimate Short Track Race, the IWK 250, July 23rd. Featuring the stars of the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour, plus a pile more from across Canada and the U.S. For camping and tickets, get to RiversideSpeedway.ca or join us live worldwide on RacetimeRadio.com. It's the IWK 250 presented by Steve Lewis. July 21st through the 23rd. Gentlemen, start your engine. Welcome back to Race Time Radio. And we are back with you live on Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight. Uh, I'm I'm so excited to get our next next guest up on that hotline. Uh, I haven't talked to Cameron Haley in at least two or three years. Uh, I can't wait to find out what he's up to, and we're going to do that right now. I know he's going to run RS1 in Saskatchewan come Saturday next weekend, and we're going to have it all for you live on RacetimeRadio.com, so you're going to be able to follow along. But he does join us on the hotline right now. What's going on, Cameron? How you doing? Not too much, Joe. How have you been? Man, I've been fantastic. How about you? What have you been up to? Oh, you know what? Uh, I've been up to a little bit of everything. I, uh, I'm married now, three kids, uh, living life, uh, mountain biking, snowmobiling, you name it, keeping busy. But uh, like you said, it's been, uh, been a hot minute since I've been in a race car, so I'm definitely looking forward to getting back into it here this weekend. I bet, my friend. I bet. Uh, and you know what? There's going to be a lot of fans excited to see you back behind the wheel of a race car, especially in Saskatoon. That's a track that you are familiar with, aren't you, Cameron? Yeah, no, uh, I uh, I definitely have a few race wins there. I, I think I even have a championship there, so I'm definitely looking forward to it. I mean, it couldn't be a better place to uh, to get back into it here. Um, get a, I mean, with, with all my experience there, it's, it was always one of my favorite racetracks, favorite fans, and uh, 
it's definitely something uh, I, I have. I've, I've wanted to get back into racing for a long time here, and I couldn't think of a better place to do it. Ah, that, and you know what? Fans are going to come unglued. Have you been in an RS1 car yet? Have you seen the inside of one of them, Cameron? I have not. Uh, <laughs> I honestly, uh, up until a week ago, uh, when when they kind of contacted me and asked if I wanted to run, uh, I really I followed this series a little bit and um, kind of obviously seen a little bit of it through social media. But other than that, I haven't uh, seen it a lot myself. But uh, from what I've seen, I mean, uh, amazing thing that uh, that everybody is doing there, and uh, really excited to hop in one and uh, see what it's all about. Oh, you're gonna go crazy, man! As I said, that they've got brakes. Uh, they've got an engine that'll go. You're going to be in a <laughs> slick-looking race car. Man, I'll tell you what. The only thing that I don't know, maybe uh, I know Sean's number is 24. So what number is going to be on your door? Do we know that yet? I do. I, I think I'm going to be uh, number 16. And uh, I, I was fortunate enough um, through, through Cabinets by Haley, our, our family-owned company, one of our uh, longest-standing um, garage cabinet dealers is uh, Autobox Garage Interiors right there local out of Saskatoon. They've uh, been fortunate or uh, I guess uh, generous enough to have um, us put their logo on the car so I'm going to be running Autobox Garage Interiors on there and uh, I think the number 16 car so you can look out for both of those. Oh you gotta love it I can't wait I'll be uh, eyes glued I can guarantee on the 16 car. Uh, Everybody uh, won't realize this but I meant you uh, when you were only 13 years old at Edmonton International Raceway, uh, you were out there that particular night. Sue and I were at the uh, Honda Indy, actually, in Edmonton covering the race. And I said, I want to go to the short track. So we left. Uh, it was practice day in Edmonton. We watched that. We covered it off. And out to Wetaskiwin we went. Uh, we got introduced to all the people out there. What a great facility. And that night was the first night I seen a young Cameron Haley uh, driving a baby grand and a late model. And he won in both. Every time you got in a car, you won that night. <laughs> and I went, man, this kid is on fire out here on the West Coast. He's going to be a name. And sure enough, Cameron, into the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series, you went all the way up to the top. Uh, and it was quite an experience for you, wasn't it? It was, and uh, I mean, I'm I'm very fortunate. I'm only 26, or turning 26 shortly here, but I, I've done so much in my life with with racing, and, and like you said, from from age four to 20, 21, when when I kind of did one of my last few races, I, I did so much and got to experience so many things that most people never do, and I, I'm very fortunate to be able to do that. I, I wish I could have kept going, but. Uh, the, the racing world's a little little bit tougher than it used to be, and uh, and money's always a, always a tough thing. But um, I, like you said, I, I've been very blessed to do what I've been been able to do, and um, just very excited to get back in the car. It's, it's been a couple years since I did a late model race, and uh, I, I'm hoping it's like riding a bike. So we'll we'll see how it goes here. It's like riding a bike, just a little faster and a little yeah, warmer. Yeah. It'll be warmer in there too. I don't know. Coming <laughs> down, a, sure. coming down a mountain. I know Cameron Haley. He'd be flying down yeah, the side absolutely. of a mountain. So, anyway, sorry, Jenner. Cameron, uh, you know when when I look at the NASCAR Pinty series and I look down the roster, right, and 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 I, you know, you look at at names like 
uh, Andrew Ranger. You look at names like uh, Alex Tagliani. Uh, you know, Ranger spent you know some time in in Arca and spent some time in the IndyCar series or Champ Car back in the day. Um, you know, you look at Tagliani and he spent some time obviously in IndyCar and and uh, he's done a little bit of everything under the sun. Uh, DJ Kennington, another name. You know, went down south. Uh, you know, and 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 remained at home, um, and and really the the list continues to go down that line when you look at the roster of guys that have have you know went down south and and you know done their stuff and uh, have come back home and 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 really put it on, put a show on uh, in the NASCAR Pinty Series. How how often do you look at the at the Pinty Series as as a competitor and and say I, I want to be a part of that? Oh, yeah, I definitely do, and uh, I mean, one one of my good friends in, in racing is, is DJ Kennington as well, and um, I mean, we, we've had multiple conversations throughout the years uh, about uh, trying to get me into Pinty's car, and uh, like I said, it all, all comes back to that money thing, unfortunately, but yep. uh, I mean, definitely always uh, always got my eye on it, and uh, I mean, I'd, I'd love nothing more to run, run the Pinty series full-time for sure. Uh, life gets in the way, and it sounds like uh, life's treating you pretty damn good right now, Cameron. Absolutely. And I can't wait to see you in an RS1 car uh, in Saskatoon, uh, a track you're familiar with. I'll tell you what, I can't wait for this. It is the uh, inaugural race, the debut, if you will, for RS1 out in Saskatoon. So fans really need to come out and see this race. This is going to be off the hook. Twin 100s. Yeah, no, I'm. Uh, I, like I said, I can't be more excited for it. Um, seeing all my fans there, I know it's been been a few years since I've been out there, but um, like I said, I've I've had such a great experience at Saskatoon thus far in my career, and uh, to make a, a little bit of a comeback per se, or out of retirement, if you can call it that, at 26, but out of retirement back in Saskatoon, I uh, I'm very excited. This new series, RS1 Avion series, it's. Uh, it's new and up and coming, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to be a part of it. Uh, it's going to be off the hook. Cameron, thanks so much for the time tonight. I know you're on your way home. Uh, uh, is home still Calgary for you? It is, yeah. It's Calgary. We, uh, we have a, a, a camping site out in the mountains, and uh, I actually competed in my, uh, my first mountain bike enduro race today, and I actually won in my division, so... Lots of uh, lots of exciting things in my life for sure. <laughs> Imagine that you back in Victory Lane. That nothing will jumpstart you back into a bloody race car like a win on a bike. Yeah, exactly. No, a hundred percent. Well, maybe next weekend we'll be talking more about Cameron Haley in Victory Lane. Uh, I got a sneaky suspicion you are going to be one of those guys that we're going to have to keep our eye on. Uh, what you'll have to do, Cameron, to get acclimated and get back in behind the seat. You got to watch Trevor and get on Riley's back bumper. Uh, there's like four or five guys in that series that I have seen that, oh my God, you guys are really going to put a show on. Yeah, no, uh, lots of good competitors in there. Uh, I don't think anybody in that series is a slouch. So all of, uh, all of my work cut out for me. I'll have a steep learning curve and a couple practices, and uh, hopefully we can lay it down in qualifying in the race. Uh, sounds like something custom made, just like a Haley cabinet. <laughs> oh, uh, that was, come about, on great, wow, great Look like at that, Joe. Great plug. Right, <laughs> just, just perfectly. And if you want your shop to look right, trust me, look up Haley cabinets. Uh, Cameron, thanks so much for the time tonight on Race Time. Go home. Uh, don't be getting on that bike no more. We want to see you in Saskatoon. Well, that's, that's what my wife said. She said uh, you can go and hopefully win that race, but she 
said, whatever you do, don't hurt yourself because we got a race next weekend. So I came home with the win. Not a scratch on me. We should be good to go. That's <laughs> my. That's the guy that I uh, love watching. Uh, Cameron, thanks so much for the time, buddy. Great. Thank you guys very much for having me. Watch out. Cameron Haley going to be in that race in Saskatoon, the RS1 series, the Cup series. Look out. Avion Motorsports. You want to know more about it, get to avionmotorsports.com. Have a look at their site, Identically Prepared Race Cars, and I mean they are real race cars, Junior. Yeah, definitely. And, and uh, uh, you know, they, they definitely put on a show on the road course side, uh, but I, I feel that, that you know, obviously on, on the road course side, the way that everything plays out, it is for the drivers, you know. The drivers uh, go out there and, and it's fun for them, you know. On the road or on the ovals, it's fun for the fans. You know, the ovals, oh, yeah. oval racing is, is, you know, specifically for the fans. And, and I think that they're, they're going to put on a whale of a show. They are. You know, with they, they've obviously went to uh, Penticton yes. before, right? Yes. Um, and, and they put on a good show there from everything that I've ever heard. Um, but I think that it's going to be a whole new ballpark when they roll into, into Saskatoon. And, uh, I think it's going to be pretty neat. They're, they're definitely going to be lumped together. Um, they're going to be very equal. Um, there's going to be, you know, a lot of tight action. Um, and you know, that is a place where there is two grooves all day long. Yes, there is. And, yes, uh, there is. you know, so equality and, and all of that stuff. Uh, I think that you're, you're definitely in for a whale of a show and uh, by the sounds of it, there's going to be a bunch of competitors there that that know what's up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so yeah. it's going to be uh, it's going to be cool to watch. Well, our next guest that's coming up after the break, he is one of the guys that you're going to have to watch. He is one of the guys that has the talent to go out there and win the race in Saskatoon. That's why we got him coming on the show. He is from Sun Peaks, BC. He has raced uh, trucks at uh, Talladega, Daytona. He's raced ARCA. He's come away with top fives. This guy can get it done. He's NASCAR Pindies. He's RS1, and he will be RS1 next Saturday when we hit Saskatoon. Jason White coming up on the other side of the break. Stay with us. Steve Robley, driver number 28. You're listening to Race Time Radio. Enjoy Race Time You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167. Join us Saturday, June 25th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Avion Motorsports presents the RS1 Cup Series. To win 100s plus qualifying, all live on Racetimeradio.com. Tighten them up, because this is going to get wild. It's the first time these professional short track drivers take on Sutherland Automotive Speedway in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. And 2022 Super Seal Championship points are on the line. Saturday, June 25th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Join us at the Speedway. You know you gotta do. Or live worldwide right here on Racetimeradio.com. Racetime Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn Halifax Airport. The official stay of the Racetime Radio broadcast crew. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, 
You can count on Napa know-how. No one else. Only you. Mr. Never Say Die. Your eight-year-old car running like new? That's all you. And your friend, Mr. Transmission. Transmissions. That's their specialty. Over 350 different types. Making Mr. Transmission Canada's undisputed transmission and technology expert. Book your free multi-check inspection at your local Mr. Transmission to keep it running smoothly. How long will your car last? As long as you want it to. Thanks to your friend. Hey, Mr. No friend of mine. After two years of silence at Riverside International Speedway, not no more. The IWK 250 Super Weekend is on July 21st through the 23rd. Everything kicks off Thursday night. July 21st with a popular tailgate party. Then on Friday night, it's the Henry's Auto Pro Sportsman 100 and Legends. Then on Saturday, Canada's Ultimate Short Track Race, the IWK 250, July 23rd. Featuring the stars of the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour, plus a pile more from across Canada and the U.S. For camping and tickets, get to RiversideSpeedway.ca or join us live worldwide on RacetimeRadio.com. It's the IWK 250 presented by Steve Lewis. July 21st through the 23rd. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Fort Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indigenous Nova Scotia. Join the celebration as the greatest drivers and cars in the world return to Canada's legendary road course for Canada Day weekend. The Chevrolet Grand Prix at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, July 1st to 3rd, features the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship with exotic prototypes and GT sports cars for their one and only stop in Canada. This Canada Day weekend, don't miss the return of world-class racing, camping, and family fun. Go to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com for tickets and details. Drivers, start your engines! Welcome back to the track. Live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM 167. Junior, did you hear that? I could hear Jason White fire his car up just because he heard Andy say, Okay, fire him up, gang. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, get you back here live on Race Time Radio, all live on Sirius XM Channel 167. Up next, a driver that will be in that RS1 race uh, come Saskatoon on Saturday, and we will have live coverage for you, flag to flag, qualifying, you name it. We're going to have it all on racetimeradio.com, and you got to know that Jason White is going to factor into this race. Uh, it's going to be one of those ones that he's got to be licking his chops to get to. He joins us on the hotline. What's going on tonight there, Sun Peaks? Jason, how are you? Hey, Joe and Joe. How are you guys doing? Any better, and we would be you. Happy Father's Day, my friend. Oh, thank you, and you, you as well. Yeah, 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 it's going to be good, man. The RS1, you have been running the RS1 series this year, but now, uh, and I know you love road course racing, but I know you really love oval track racing, uh, and you have laps at Saskatoon. What's the thoughts heading on the RS1 in that familiar car of yours heading out onto an oval like uh, Saskatoon has got? Well, I'm always excited to go to Saskatoon. I mean, uh, you know, ever since uh, Sun Valley Speedway or Motoplex Speedway in Vernon shut down, Saskatoon's pretty much my home track in the West. So 
you know, we've uh, really had uh, good runs there. I love the track and the people are amazing. So just really looking forward to getting out there with the Avion Motorsports crew and, and the RS1 cars and getting to an oval. You know, got a little bit of humble, uh, a little bit of humble pie at the at Area 27. There's there's no slouches in that series. I mean, you got the McIntosh brothers and and uh, you know Riley and Trevor and and we had Gary Kluke come out. So uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it's not something you just go out there and expect you're going to win or you're going to you're going to tear it up out there. There's some pretty good talent in the series. So uh, just really looking forward to obviously getting to the ovals and uh, you know, we got three ovals in a row here. So um, just want to get this car. Uh, kind of tuned up a little bit. We got Jeff Walt working on it, so that's pretty cool. And uh, we'll uh, just see what we can do on Saturday. And then the most most part is just have some fun and put on a show for the fans, as you guys know, is the most important thing. Absolutely. What number are you going to be, Jay? Are you going to be the same number as you were on the road course? Yeah, we're the 33 car in the RS1 series, uh, kind of mimicking the, the truck series I've been doing for the last little while. I've kind of morphed the 33 Still love the 21 number, but uh, no, we're uh, we're 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 up to 33 now for a bit. But uh, car looks good. It was it was fast on the uh, area 27. I just uh, I started at the back, and first time I'd ever been in the car it was a brand new car. So you know we worked our way up into seventh there and uh, and had a good run. But uh, like I said, just just looking forward to getting to the ovals and and trying to get some rhythm. And I'm pretty sure we can uh, have something for Riley and Trevor. I'm sure and. Uh, We'll uh, just see what we can do out in soon. Jason, uh, obviously with the Pinty's car, uh, you got very little brakes. You got lots of motor. Um, uh, with a RS1 car at at, uh, at Saskatoon, you're going to have uh, very nice brakes and very little motor uh, in comparison. Um, what what kind of uh, what kind of uh, differences are you going to see racing wise between the two? I know you, you know to the general fan looking at an RS1 car or a Penny's car, they look similar. Uh, obviously, an RS1's got uh, you know a little bit more aero uh, effects, if you will, from the outside. Uh, but what is the race going to look like, and, and how is it going to differ? Well, I think at Saskatoon, you're not really going to see that as much as you're going to see at Penticton Oval, where you break a bit more. Yep. Saskatoon, you know, especially if you if you get on the on the high side, which uh, I don't want to show my cards too much, but <laughs> I think uh, I think there's not as much breaking, so I, I I don't think it's going to be as much of a factor there. I think it's more momentum at Saskatoon and uh, just you know two twin one hundred, so they're they're kind of sprint races. And uh, just want to just want to be, be able to keep momentum rather than than you know worry about the braking uh, package. But uh, it, they, these cars actually are very reactive. Yeah. Um, they, they're 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 a really nice. Uh, they, you know, Al Liebert and, and Trevor Siebert and Riley Siebert. They've they've really thought long and hard about you know putting these cars together. And you know, Mike McCall obviously was involved with this. And it's uh, they're they're a really good reactive car to drive. They they they. they they corner well, they, they break well, and then and then they're very reactionary off the corners. So I think uh, at Saskatoon, it's going to be all about the momentum. It's going to be, you know, the Andrew Ranger theory, just keep her high, white, handsome, and keep her wound up on the outside. I think we'll win the race. So you're going to put big emphasis, Jason, on qualifying. Uh, that's going to come up first. Are you going to put a big emphasis on that? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be really important. I mean, you know, these these. Siebert boys are actually pretty tough to beat. <laughs> so uh, they've, they've, they've got a lot of experience in these cars, so they kind of understand them a little better than 
than the rest of us. But uh, it, it, the, the number one thing that I'm finding in this is it's it's, it's really fun, and uh, we're we're back to you know just just having a lot of fun in the track. As you know, Joe, you, you know the Pinties is a great deal, and you know did it for 110 races, but a lot of times the fun gets taken out of it a bit. You, you know, you're just too serious a lot. So what I'm finding with this with this RS1 Avion Motorsports Group is uh, sure the com- the competitive side is there, but we're having a lot of fun with it. And uh, you know we'll get out to Saskatoon and, and see what we can do and perform out there. But you know a couple races in the middle of the summer in Penticton. Uh, you go to Penticton in the summer, you can talk about racing, but Penticton in the summer is awesome too. It's kind of like going to Sauble and you're, you know, you, 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 you go to the beach or you go to the racetrack. Yep. <laughs> it's a destination. It's a destination, oh, yeah. right? It's uh, Big time. You know, you, you, after after the racing's done or, or leading up to the racing, you've got something to do pre and post yeah. race, right? It's uh, Well, you, and that's what, you know, really d- down in, in Penticton and, and in Oliver at Area 27, all of a sudden the family wants to come again, and that's yep. what's really cool for us too. You know, the you know the family and ladies want to go out to the wine, uh, wineries and have fun, and there's a beach there for the kids and, and all that. So that's that's really important. It's it's part of the part of the deal going forward for us. We're we're not uh, we're not too serious anymore about racing. We're just out there to to perform the best we can, have a lot of fun. So that's what this series is kind of really morphing into. Okay, who you got for sponsorship on that 33 car? Because I know you're not funding this all by yourself. Uh, somebody's got to be sponsoring you. <laughs> Well, we, we obviously Powder Ventures Excavating is always on the car, but we have a new sponsor called Lakeside Heffley Hideaway. It's a it's a resort in in BC, so uh, we'll be we'll be putting that on the car, and uh, we're working on a couple of little things in uh, in Saskatoon. Of you know, like I said, I got I got lots of fan base in Saskatoon through the years of, of Pinties and Canadian Tire uh, racing. So we're uh, we're working on a couple things, but uh, we'll we'll get out there and uh, we'll we'll have a we'll have a real nice livery on the car to to. Uh, for the fans and you know maybe we'll have a little humble sticker on there as well still we still can't forget about that no no you're absolutely correct when do you roll in when do you go running back to saskatoon uh i leave thursday afternoon from work we're we're stupid busy at work so i'm gonna i'm gonna leave late in the day on thursday and spend the day friday there hopefully meet up with some fans and some uh do some interaction and and then saturday we race and sunday back home to work so yeah, can't wait, can't wait. I'm on pretty well the same schedule. I fly out of Toronto on Friday or on Thursday. Uh, I'll be at the track all day Friday. Uh, hopefully, uh, setting gear up and doing testing, and then of course we will be live uh, uh, all the way through on RacetimeRadio.com. And uh, look forward to uh, bringing everybody the coverage. There's going to be lots of people tuned in. I can tell you that uh, RS1 Cup Series, along with Super Seal points. Are you going to points race, Jay? Will you be thinking in the back of your mind, hey, I might want to go for the Super Seal coin? Well, of course. I mean, if if you look at, you know, we had the one race at Area 27. I I, I think we're, you know, you take Gary Clute out of the equation because he's not running for points. And I think there's one other not running for points. So we're we're in the top five. So we've got three ovals coming up. I think I'm, you know, just, just as good a chance as anybody on the ovals. So if we get three good races and then we get back to Area 27, might have to put my uh, my old school road racing hat on and see if we can get a little faster out there and get in the top five. Out the window goes the fun. There it goes. There it goes. It's just out the window, just outside, holding on to that checkered flag. I can see it happening now. Uh, it's going to be awesome, Jason. Can't wait to see you back in the car. Uh, how about anything down south? I haven't heard too much uh, talk just yet. You got any plans come the fall? 
Yeah, well, uh, you know, at this point right now, we're um, be at Talladega in the 33 truck, and then uh, we'll be working on Daytona again, uh, doing the super speedways. Um, that's kind of where I'm kind of looking for all the, all putting all the cards in the basket and <laughs> all the eggs in the basket for uh, for those two tracks and trying to see if we can uh, get in the same position we were on that last lap at Daytona there coming to the line in seventh with the leader 100 yards ahead of us. That's something I'll never forget, and I hope I can get back to that position again because I'm pretty sure we have an opportunity to to be uh, right up there at the front. So that's uh, that's the that's the big goal where we're going to get competitive. We're going to have some fun this summer with racing, and uh, and then we're going to get real once we get to Talladega and Daytona. Yeah, no hoping about it, kid. You got the talent. That's how you ended up being where you were. Uh, it's going to be awesome to see you back out there. I know a lot of Canadian race fans were coming off the chip. Hey, how, how right on. Jason, uh, before we jump off here, how attractive is it for you? Obviously, you love the restrictor plate side of things. How attractive yeah. is it for you watching the um, the Atlanta side after they after they did the repave and the reconfiguration? Um, it, did that spark a little bit of interest for you to get to Atlanta um, and and tr- to try that model? Because it seems like it's it's kind of you know the new restrictor plate style, right? And uh, yeah. um, and it's it's a little bit tighter it's a little bit smaller obviously um things happen in a hurry but it it has the uh it has all the appeal of a of a restrictor plate style track uh, did, did it stand out to you oh 100 percent. and i mean if if we would have known that um back in february i probably would have worked on getting a deal together for atlanta but you know now that we've all seen it and i've been on the simulator a lot at that new track and it's it's a lot of fun for sure it's a it's a huge momentum drafting track yeah and i think you're going to see the the super speedway cars race there uh next year um they had their mile and a half i'm sorry trucks uh mile and a half trucks yep. uh there last year i think you're going to see the super speedway trucks there this year um so yeah it's definitely an option something i would really love to do i mean hotlanta just became even hotter with that uh that scenario i mean that's a debatable topic in the garage, uh, a lot of people hate what they've done to it. Oh, absolutely. Also, also just as many people that think it's 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 really a leveling the playing field now, um, especially for a team that like I race for with with Raymond Brothers Racing. The the restrictor plate tracks level the playing field for us. As long as we can qualify and get into the races, it's anybody's game. It, any of the thirty five trucks can win the race. Yep. So, um, definitely, we we are interested in that, and we'll see if we can make it happen. And, uh, Go down and go really fast at Hotlanta. <laughs> well, that that's okay. You you sort of hit on it there. Usually, when the drivers don't like it, that equates to fan excitement. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And like I said, I've been on probably you know ten or fifteen hours of of uh, simulator time on that track, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's you know it's all about momentum and and all that. So no, it's it's a lot of fun. It's really it's it's quite narrow in a couple spots. But it's, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun for sure. No simulator time for Saskatoon. Nothing but real track time. And it comes up for the 33 come Saturday. You don't want to miss it all live on racetimeradio.com. Jason, thank you so much for the time tonight. Can't tell you how forward I'm looking to seeing you on Friday, Saturday. We're going to have a fun weekend, man. Yeah, for sure. And thank you guys, as always, for having me on the show. And, uh, We'll definitely see you this weekend, and we'll, we're looking forward to seeing those fans in Saskatoon and putting on a really good show for them. Yeah, I guarantee it's going to be. If they're not there, they're going to miss it. Jay, have a good one. Safe travels. You too. You All betcha. Right. Jason White.
33. He's going to be out there. Cameron Haley in the 16. You got to watch Trevor Siebert in the 09. You got to watch Riley Siebert in the 69. You got to watch the around. 24. What? Other way around. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, spin them around. Uh, <laughs> dy- dyslexia. Uh, the 24, uh, Sean McIntosh. Yes. And don't forget about Jason uh, or uh, Jesse Webb. Uh, he was another one that went to Victory Lane out at Area 27 um, and new to the series. So, uh, you know, going to an oval track is going to be new for some guys like uh, Jesse. 100%. Uh, but it isn't for guys like Sean and for Jason and uh, and for Cameron Haley to be back in a vehicle. Look out. This yeah. is going to be cool. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how everything plays out. And, uh, you know, he didn't talk about it a whole lot that he was going to be running up top. But if there's a high line, yeah. Jason White's in it. Yeah, oh, so, yeah. So uh, you be be watching for that. That's, yeah. That'll be, uh, be a lot of fun. But... Uh, uh, yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to seeing you know how everything transpires with the RS1 at uh, at Sutherland and and uh, uh, hats off to the Seaberts and and the you know the entire Avion camp. I seen a photo of the shop, yeah. you know, and they're all on the racks. Oh yeah, is yeah, it yeah. ever neat to it's see the, the inside deal, of that man. shop? Uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's such a neat. Uh, such a neat platform that they've created, and and uh, man, I, it's it's only going to grow. It's, you want to know? It's affordable. It's it's great racing. Uh, it's it's hard nosed competitors. It's it's uh, everything you want in in a racing series. If you uh, want to know more about RS One, just go back to last week's show. I had Al Liebert on the show and uh, really dug into what RS One is all about. And it was a great interview. I can't wait to see those guys out there. And we will do lots of explaining. Uh, next Saturday on our live broadcast, uh, Cole Sorensen's going to join me out there. It's going to be the two of us, and we're going to let her rip throughout the course of uh, Saturday. So you're going to have qualifying. You're going to have twin 100s, all presented by Avion Motorsports. And uh, my dad, Super Seal points are on the line for these guys. Uh, so that's going to happen. Now, you could be heading out to Newfoundland, and good on you if you're going to be heading out to Newfoundland. You're out for a good time in the NASCAR Penny Series. Don't forget to take along your phone with your uh, uh, your, your earbuds so that you can tune in to what's happening with the RS1 Series out in Saskatoon. We're going to be uh, definitely having a lot of fun out there, and I know we're going to be uh, having our eye on what's happening all the way out in Newfoundland. And you can bet uh, if you aren't in Newfoundland and you're tuned into RS1, we'll be able to keep you up to date on absolutely everything that's happening across this country, at least the best we can try and keep you up to date on absolutely everything. It is uh, definitely going to be one of those weekends that Canadian Motorsports is, uh, we're the winners. I can tell you that it's going to be a huge weekend. Uh, Junior, when are you actually heading for the Rock? When do you fly out? Uh, we don't fly out till, uh, sa- or until Friday night. Friday. So Friday night, we're going to get there uh, late Friday night. Um, and you know, fingers crossed. Fingers that- crossed that Air Canada figures out their stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, I'm on WestJet going to Saskatoon, so I should yeah, be okay. You should be fine. Now, I say that. And it took me, I don't know, four days to get my luggage yeah. last time when I flew back from BC. Yeah, and that was all my equipment. So uh, that can't happen on the way out. No. It has to stay with me on the way <laughs> That's out. Right. I don't care if it takes them four days when I get back. Yeah. 
as long as it comes back in good condition like it did, yeah. it doesn't matter. I understand things happen. It'll be fine. But uh, that, that baggage needs to stay with me on the way up. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, no, we, so we fly uh, Friday night. Uh, we do the race and then fly out Sunday Sunday night, Sunday late Sunday night. I think we fly out at like 7 or 8, so we'll so be back Sunday night. Do late. you miss an APC race? Are no. those guys? No, they're not going green until the weekend after. Correct. Yep. Wow. So, uh, yeah. You're no, busy every weekend, aren't you? I'm busy. Yeah, I'm busy every uh, So I totaled it up, and, and I've committed to spotting for 51 feature events this wow, year. Wow, 51 races. So, it's, uh, so far, you've got two wins. So far, two wins, yeah. One with Josh and one with Andrew. And uh, just about a, just about a win over at Flamborough, I guess you could call it. A top three with uh, with yeah. Wilkie and, yep. and uh, you know, a couple, uh, a bunch what of happened, top fives. What happened to Wilkie yesterday? Broke a motor. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, well, not broke, but it just started laying down. Laying down, so, yeah. Um, Those yeah, guys just, will get to work on it. You yeah. can guarantee it. And he hadn't spent a whole lot of time at Peterborough either. So he was spending – it's it's quick, man. You show up there, you only get uh, like – like 30 minutes of practice time so it's uh it's quick you know it's uh if you don't unload good you're uh you struggle that's for sure chuck lawler's uh that the the, the the car chuck lawler built yeah um one at uh, the beach last night in really? hot rod yeah cody is it cody webb no i, I shouldn't have said that um i can't recall cole webb Cole That's Webb. who it was. Yeah. Okay. He won. And how about the 35 of Andy Cameron? Yeah. He sure. keeps that streak And Pat going. Farrow, too. Pat Farrow and in Pat the, Farrow. the 08. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I tried looking up some times to see and, if anybody broke out. Yeah. He did, I think. I would imagine. Well, I don't know. It just depends on what the time is. Yeah. Um, uh, Delaware Speedway. Yes. Um, that program's um, coming. That, that program is, is coming. You the announcers need to understand it yeah, the, so uh, that they can reiterate and, it. And I think that the, the, the time is, is in a really difficult spot to have those faster cars there. Yes. Um, you know, the time is set really slow. Oh, yeah. The guys uh, for, were for V8, for V8 stocks. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of an enduro time at 21.4. Um, a fast super stock will do that place in like nineteen nine, you know, yeah. twenty flat. So yeah, yeah. Um, you're uh, you're you're struggling to get a super stock in there. You're struggling to get a hot rod. You're struggling to get a late model uh, without really having to choke the thing back. So, um, but it, I, I I hate the fact that they're slamming on the brakes in the middle of the straightaway at Delaware Speedway. Yeah, yeah. Um, that doesn't make any sense. No, they're 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 gonna tear some stuff up. The unfortunately, the top two, the top two got bounced. Right, they broke out on the last lap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, Anytime you try to play the game with that bracket deal, it's not uh, it's not going to work out in your in your favor. Now, listen. Ever. If it's done right, the driver isn't thinking about "Am I going to break out? Am I going to break out?" If it's done right, yeah, exactly. They're racing. It's, they're racing. They're you not set thinking your, you about s- the you time. You set your car up. You set your car up so that you're not going to break out. That's you set right. your car so That's at, right. when you're driving the wheels off of it as hard as you can make it. Then you you set it for That's that right. time, and you take a look at your times. I agree with that. At the end of the night, take a look at the times and say, "Ooh, I was kind of close on this lap or this lap." Yeah, yeah. But listen, there is nobody out there that through a heat race or a feature race is going to nail the time every no. single and, lap. And anybody who's out there, there isn't. Everybody Jeff Gordon who's out, couldn't do it. Yeah, exactly. Everybody that's out there hitting the brakes at the start finish line, you're just going to get bounced anyways. You're yes. just going to you're setting yeah. yourself up for failure. Yep. It's uh, I, I've I've explained that to a number of people, and guys are going to try that right. And sure. and some once in a while somebody's going to get that right. Um, but I mean, 
for the most part, you're not. You know, anytime you're racing with anybody else and you're trying to go fast as heck and then stop, it's it's not going to work out in your best favor because you're gonna you're gonna go faster than the time. You're gonna get bounced and then you're gonna be mad. So. And the division was never ever designed. To go get, uh, you know, a Friday night late model guy that's running at Delaware Speedway to come into, you know, the United Aid or come yeah. into that other class. It's, it's created it for the beginner. It's designed to get guys into the sport. Yep, exactly. Get guys that, you know, uh, and even the guys with experience, you heard Jason allude to it. Let's have fun doing it. Yeah, exactly. You know, so there is some parody. Instead of the wallet being I, the deflector, yep. it's the time. Yep. So if you want to go out there with a rocket ship, yep. uh, be prepared. Well, the proof is going to get bounced. Proof is in the pudding. Uh, you, you heard Jason Parker. Jason Parker uh, earlier on in the show. He, you asked, "What do you have coming up?" And yeah. he's like, "We've got the next Quick Quick race, and then the next big show that we have is the the Dash for Cash at Sawbull. Yeah, which yeah, is." Yeah. A United Eight race, yeah. so he's yep. bringing his super stock that just won at, at Peterborough Speedway and going to run at that Sauble race. And but, he ran a uh, hundred lapper last year and never, never broke out on any of the laps out of a hundred laps. Mm-hmm. Never, not one, not well, one lap. And he won yeah. a couple of grand. Hey, as well, Todd Shepard. Todd Shepard won seconds. in the uh, OSS at uh, at Delaware. That's Speedway. right. That's so right. Congratulations, to him. Yes. And Mike Kariniak came home second. Uh, yep. Good job with them. Derek McCullough or David McCullough in third. That does it for us tonight on Race Time Radio. Got to thank Sue here in the Race Time Radio studio. Junior, you have a good one out on the rocks. Say hi to all my Newfoundland friends. Bye-bye. And uh, we won't be on the air next Saturday or next Sunday night. You'll be listening to the Twin 100s. That will be on the air nice. next Sunday night. But we will be back the week after that. Enjoy yourself, everybody. Happy Father's Day. Have a good one. We'll catch you next time live on Race Time Radio. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent.